Hello, hello and welcome. It's Trucking Answers, the podcast, 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 podcast. Yes, there are high quality sound effects here. So welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody. For those of you that don't know, I'm from Trucking Answers, the YouTube channel, and I'm Mark, your host. I hope you'll check out some of my YouTube videos about trucking. I'm here with Gracie, my co-host, who happens to currently be sleeping, so I'll be doing most of the talking although she's close by and um, I want to welcome two viewers well viewers listeners from the United Kingdom the country of the week yes or of this podcast the United Kingdom two people have downloaded the podcast in the United Kingdom and I appreciate it we bring you some uh, well, I have Mark's minute when I talk about whatever I want I wrap up the uh, show on Tuesday on Tuesday I do a live show on Mondays on YouTube at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and this is part of the wrap-up of that where I can talk more into in-depth things. Uh, some trucking news and automotive news a little bit and a recall and uh, a reason we're not on Mars. And then on Friday, there's also a podcast, so this should come out every Tuesday, Friday. That's so far how it's been going, and that's how I do it. So if you want to go ahead and subscribe, you'll just get it downloaded in your little podcasting thing whenever it comes out. So we talked about this a little bit on the live show, but I can't talk about it too much on YouTube. So I wanted to talk about Afghanistan for a minute in Mark's minute here at the beginning of the show. And uh, yeah, I'm Mark, I was not trucking really, and I know, but I was asked about it. And here's the thing about wars and all this stuff is that the country no longer has the stomach to do what is necessary to win a war. Yes, there I said it. We've become weak. We've become soft. Um, people don't like to hear it, but the way you win a war is to kill everybody. And uh, that's just the way it is. That's how we won World War II. We're like, uh, hey, Japan, we're going to blow up everything and everybody until you unconditionally surrender. No conditions, no nothing. And uh, since then, we've become soft. We're like, oh, well, let's make some rules. We can't kill uh, these people. And uh, it's not fair to kill these other people. And, uh, you know, when you start doing that, uh, you can't win. There aren't, uh, you know, surgical strikes and we'll only kill some of you. That's not how you win. That's not how you win a war, right? When you go through town, you kill everybody. You leave one person, maybe, to tell the story to other people. And that also lets people know to leave you alone. And that's why we've had to pull, we've had to pull out. I mean, look, in Afghanistan, they must be celebrating like there's no tomorrow there. That the United States of America is leaving because some dudes in caves, uh, you know, with AK 47s, 50-year-old weapons, beat them. And that's sad. And what's really sad is what's going to happen to the people that are left there. These things can be easily won if we had the stomach for it. You know, maybe we should go over there and ask, you know, maybe. Oh, okay. I just thought of this. Maybe the problem is we didn't use the right pronouns for the people that were there. You think that's the problem? You think some other made up thing is the problem? It isn't. <laughs> it's not the problem. All right. Problem is we didn't do what is necessary and we don't have the stomach to do what is necessary in the United States because we're soft. We're soft. We've had it too good. For too long, there's no there's no investment in the country by people. That's why I've always really thought, you know what? Everybody ought to serve a couple of years and really serve in the military and serve their country and defend freedom because that's what it comes with. You know, it comes with service. It comes with 
defense of the country. It comes with all these kind of things. So through our softness, we lose and we leave in disgrace. And it hurts me to see that. You know, we don't go out looking for problems, but when there's a problem, we go solve it and solve it for our allies and solve it in a big way. And that's how it should happen. But it doesn't. It doesn't. We're too busy being afraid, wearing man buns around and, uh, you know, other things that pass off as, uh, you know, what what's tolerated and that shouldn't be. So there you go. We're soft and we flew out of there. We literally flew the coop and left all our stuff there for them to use. Awesome. Arm all them. Arm all that. Just great. Great. So uh, that was the story from uh, the live show that somebody asked me about. And uh, that's my thoughts on I'm being soft and winning. Winning. Total destruction of the enemy is how you win. Of everything. Today, uh, in trucking news, I wanted to talk about um, these 18 to 20-year-olds. Some people were talking about this. Uh, it passed in the infrastructure bill. because So 18 to 20-year-olds will be allowed to to cruise around interstate. Now, look, there's a maximum of 3,000. Okay, so not that many jobs are going to be taken. That's what I hear the most. They're going to take my job and my pay is going to go down. 3,000 people maximum into this initial uh, study, which is two years. I think it's two years. 3,000 maximum. And there's only, there's probably one good thing, which has not happened for other people. They're required to have training, uh, 180 hours to start with, and then a, a second set of 200, uh, 140 start, right? 280. I don't know why they broke it into two sets, but anyway because the company at the end of the first section that's right has to evaluate you and see if you're ready to go into the next section if you are then you go into the next part of it i'll tell you during that training the trainer is required to be at least 26 years old with five years of driving experience what do you think about that that doesn't happen if you're 21 years old coming in the industry your trainer can be 21 years old with no experience, no, literally no experience, no license even. Here, these are going to be the only people that are actually trained by someone who is an experienced driver and that's required to be an experienced driver. So if anything, if anything, these people will get better training or at least be trained by someone with experience where people going to a truck school, going to a mega carrier, it doesn't matter, going to a private truck school, going to a college, uh, because here in Indiana, Ivy Tech, at some of their colleges offer truck school. None of those people are required by law to have experience. They're not even required to have a license to drive a truck. They're actually not even required to have a license to drive a car. They can ride a bike to work and be a truck driving instructor. But for 18 to 20-year-olds in this uh, pilot program, the 3,000, up to 3,000 of them, will be required to be trained by a driver that's at least 26 and has five years of driving experience. And if nothing else, that's better than many people get at a mega carrier. Way better. Way better. So think about that. Think about that. Truck a Brake Safety Week starts the 22nd of August. Okay, Here's a tip. Here's a tip for you. And I'm probably going to do a video about this as well because I want to reach as many people as possible. Spread the news about this tip. I think it's a good tip. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> All right. Awesome, Mark. Pat yourself on the back. So at some states, some states, they use an infrared camera uh, as you come up 
to the scale okay and what this camera does it looks at your wheels it looks at each wheel and it determines from the temperature of each wheel if there's a difference in temperature between the wheels okay is there a difference between the wheel temperature so it'll say okay so these wheels they're this temperature but wait this one's way hotter than the other ones or these are cooler than the other ones so it says all right so these brakes are not functioning properly they're not working the way they were intended to let's pull this truck in and for brake safety week they're going to be rolling this stuff out big time so what i encourage you to do all the time really but also on brake safety week especially use those jakes to slow you down okay if you come in the scale and it's uh, you know one of those rollover scales and it's 35 miles an hour or whatever come off the road don't be going 90 and then say you know slam those brakes on because if you have an out of adjustment brake you which you may not know it could pick that up you get a ticket and what they commented on in the article is that generally an out of adjustment brake is two tickets it's out of adjustment and the slack adjuster not working it's a separate thing that's eight csa points and two tickets and those go of course to you and your company and we don't want that so to uh you know to avoid this kind of detection by uh you know an automated uh, infrared detector if you rolled in on your jakes and slowed down to that speed you would not have used the brakes and they'll all be the same temperature it's looking for a temperature difference between the wheels but if they're all the same temperature it thinks all the brakes work the same and you would be at least less likely to be pulled in because of the infrared detection it's worth a shot look I think you should be on the jakes anyways you should rarely have to replace the brakes in your truck i'm on them all the time they're on everywhere they're not loud like they used to be with an under cab exhaust and everything you can't hardly hear them so unless i'm right in the middle of a town or there's a bunch of traffic i have the jakes on you know virtually all the time so at least on number two in the winter of course mark what that's the first thing mark what about when it's three inches of ice outside and a blizzard see you're lying okay see so in the bad weather i may not use them as much maybe a one but if you've got if you think you can stop with the brakes you can stop with the jakes oh that rhymed i like it what do you think gracie oh yeah nothing got nothing she's got nothing but uh, that's what i think roll those jakes in there it's summertime 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 roll the jakes in keep the wheels the same temperature that's what we're trying to do to avoid at least uh, you know getting stopped because look say all your brakes work good it's still a hassle you know, still a hassle being hassled by the man in there, keeping his thumb on you, keeping you down, right? Uh, you know, the, the coppers in there and all the other words, the old-timey words for police. <laughs> so if you do get pulled in, of course, as I say, be respectful. Don't go in there. Hey, what do you guys want? I'm busy. Okay, don't be any of that. Don't be any of that. They got a job to do like everybody else. Know what you're talking about. Have showered in, say, the last six weeks. Maybe wear some clothes that look, you know, like they might have been washed at some point. And uh, just in general, be professional. You know, be professional. Take your paperwork in there and be professional. You know, okay, well, you want to look at the truck? No problem. Let's go look at it. That kind of stuff. So we can, uh, we can do that with the people at the scale and still feel good about how we run the day. Well, also in the new infrastructure bill. Uh, now, it, speed limiters did not pass, okay? That didn't pass, but you know what did pass? A truck leasing task force. Okay, ready, prime drivers? <laughs> All right. You should be a little nervous about this, or I will say, if you 
think you're going to be nervous about this, uh, you should reread your lease. What they're going to do is look over all these truck leases. And that's not just one company, right? It's whatever company's doing truck leasing, they're going to look at them. And they're going to say, all right, are these legal? Do these comply with the leasing laws? You know, or are they not? And does it make the driver an employee? Does it not make them an employee? They're going to look over these leases and come out with some conclusions. So it does have a truck leasing task force because, look, some of them, okay, I get some of them are okay, but a lot of them are predatory. They are, especially the ports. That's what they're mainly concerned about, but they're going to look at them all across the country, they said. They're predatory. They're drivers that never get a check. I will tell you, they're or that make four or five hundred dollars a week net every week, you know, to them. Just enough so they can't quit and but not really enough to survive. You're basically just paying for the truck. So some are better than others, but they're gonna have a truck leasing task force to look leases over. And I'll tell you what, I've got a lot of leases and I'm gonna be sending them in to the task force so that they can look them over because many people see when they quit a company they send me stuff they do and so i've got a lot of them and i'm going to send them in as soon as the task force is fully formed i know who's on it they're going to get an email from me with all these leases so that they can look them over and and if you think well mark uh, you're telling on us or whatever well look if your lease meets the requirements of what a lease is you know, because there are legal requirements of what have to be in it and how everything has to be worded and who pays for what and everything. If you are in a legitimate lease, as I hear from people all the time, it's legitimate, then you have nothing to worry about. If it meets the legal requirements, it won't be any problem. Okay, and if it isn't, what are you doing? Who, who are you scamming? Who are you scamming? You know, if you can't get a lease that is legal, okay, to make money, then I don't understand. Uh, that I see I don't understand the thing whenever people have to do stuff that's illegal to make themselves a living I don't get it I just don't get it would you tell your kid to go steal money out of the register at McDonald's uh, say your kid works there and you go oh well you know what every day wants to take a 20 out of the register so you can make some extra money well no of course not well if you can't run your business legally and make money then what kind of place are you either working for or what kind of business are you running that's what I'm asking if you can't run a day legal then I don't know what the point is. I guess I just don't know what the point is. So a reporter talked to uh, Fuller, right? The CEO of U.S. Express. Okay, Craig Fuller, right? And of course, his brother runs Freight Waves. Isn't that convenient? Boy, his brother runs a media company and then he runs a trucking company. wonder if there's any problem or if there's ever any ads. I don't know. I don't know. Something to look into. Anyhow, this was not on Freight Waves. This was on another outlet. Just curious that uh, they do that. Anyhow, the CEO of U.S. Express said, you know, he's never seen rates so high and that they've been able to negotiate as much as 45% increase in their contracted freight rates. Yes. And I'll say, well, from a business side, that's great. He said, rates are up on the market. Contracted freight is up. We're able to negotiate these big raises. And he said, pay for drivers needs to be up 30%. Driver pay needs to be up. He goes, maybe as much as 30%. Uh, and that was it. That was it. So I, the reporter, two, one of two things should have happened. Really, what should have happened is the CEO of U.S. Express should have immediately said, and you know what? We are going to lead the way in the industry because starting Monday from whenever the article was, right? Starting this next paycheck for my drivers, every driver at US Express is going to go 30% pay raise. Boom. Boom. And then he drops the mic and walks away back to his 
private jet or whatever if he has a private jet. That would have been awesome. And I would have been, man, this guy's great. He thinks it should happen. He has the ability to do it at his company and did it. That's what I'm talking about. But it turns out he didn't do that. He didn't say he's going to give the drivers a raise. So then what should have happened is uh, after an awkward silence and crickets, the reporter should have said, oh, Mr. Fuller, CEO of US Express, are you going to be raising the pay of drivers by 30%? And then he'd be like, humming, 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 right? Honeymooners, right? Um, the reporter didn't do that either because reporters in transportation, very few of them know anything about transportation. They just happen to be in transportation. They're not drivers. They don't drive. They just report things that they read. So that was not asked because nobody thinks about driver pay. So what happened is he said that and they moved on to other topics. Nobody followed up with, hey, are you going to be giving your drivers a raise? <laughs> what somebody said on the live show, which goes on every Monday at 1230 p.m. Eastern time, was <laughs> they're probably giving it the variant because they don't care about U.S. Express drivers, which I think is interesting. Uh, they did say that they're going to convert all, you know, their road uh, to road is going to be U.S. Express, right? I forget how he said it. Or variant is going to be them and uh, one's going to be dedicated. Uh, well, I screwed all that up. Anyways, I thought it was a good comment that I messed up. So sorry, commenter about that. Nobody followed up with it. So we don't. So what we do know, I guess we do know that they're not going to get a 30% pay raise, at least not initially. They just should get one. And even, I want to tell U.S. Express drivers, um, I want you to feel good about the fact that your CEO thinks you should make more money. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? I'm waiting for a letter from my boss to say, dear drivers, I am the boss here and I think all of you should get paid a lot more than you're getting paid. <laughs> Have a nice day, boss. That is, my gosh, that is the greatest thing ever. I'd be, I'd be like, oh, even my boss thinks I should make more money. That's awesome. I don't get it. I just don't get it. You know, U.S. Express, they've been one of the lower paid companies in the industry for a long time anyways. And they do need a raise just to get up to, you know, be almost where they the low you know the, above the really low paying places but i love that the boss thinks you should get a raise and then doesn't give you a raise i i don't know what else to say about that i really don't uh, hey you ought to have a raise see ya <laughs> then maybe the boss could go shake hands with everybody comes in there yeah you deserve a raise now get back out there and go to work i want to tell companies your social media plan stinks all right, I'm getting ads all over social media for trucking companies that want drivers. And I will say a lot of them are local ads. So I just had a local ad for some tanker company. And I click on a lot of these ads to see where they go. It's in Massachusetts. Okay. Springfield. I click on them like Springfield, Massachusetts. And there's a lot of them like this that are not anywhere near me. Okay. And some road companies. I've gotten road companies that are only in the West and stuff. Listen. When you put your social media out there, I don't know who you hire. I guess they hire young people that they have some kind of degree, but they don't actually know anything about social media. Target the people you want to target. Having me read that ad costs them money. I don't know how much, right? Not that much because I run some Facebook ads. Okay, so it costs. But every time somebody clicks the ad, you get charged. 
So I read an ad for a company that I couldn't work for even if I wanted to because they're not anywhere near here. Target your ads, all right? You want better social media? You come here to me, Mark, truckinganswersnation.com. I do that kind of stuff for companies, so I could help you. I can help you. Let's talk because whoever you have doing your ads, no, they, they ain't, that ain't cutting it, let me tell you. I shouldn't be seeing any ads that aren't relevant to me. Stop hiring people out of college and hire people that know what they're doing. Don't worry about a degree. Oh, my gosh. So I'm working on a seal of excellence here. Let's see. Uh, I'd like comments about that uh, for that. And what it's going to be is, you know, I want drivers to feel like when they look for a company to work for that it meets all the good requirements of a job because it's so hard. P companies will not put out there what they're talking about. So I'm looking at something in the effect of a trucking answer seal of excellence. And the company will then be able to use that in their ads or whatever. And drivers would feel confident knowing that this company has passed all the requirements to earn this seal of excellence. And here's the few things that I think should be on there. And I want you guys' opinion on what else a company should be required to do to get a seal of excellence. Now, this isn't doing it better. This is another step beyond that. These would be the best of the best companies in the country to work for. The top where, you know, in its treatment, these are the things that a company, I think they should have to meet the seal of excellence. And if they don't meet them all, they don't get it. And if things change, somebody says, hey, Mark, this changed. Boom, it's gone. Just like that. There'll be a special web page just to list these companies, a uh, special seal, all this. So here's the things I'm thinking of so far. You tell me if I'm off, if I'm an idiot, whatever's happening. Uh, <laughs> well, people tell me that anyway. Okay, so some stuff. Number one, no driver-facing camera, period. No mandatory driver-facing camera. No mandatory driver audio, period. Front-facing only. And if I find a driver is being hassled over uh, the camera because it's at two inches from the windshield and they're still looking in the truck, done. Right? Done. Can't do it. Uh, I think there should be a holiday, at least six holidays, and, uh, and you know, I'm up in the air about that, but six holidays and, of course, your vacation pay, and a holiday should pay a day's pay. Vacation should pay a week's pay. I see a lot of places, someone will say, a vacation, $400 or $500, a flat rate. You ought to get a week's pay. Whatever you earned the last year, they split it up in a 150 second, you get a week. A holiday should pay a day. And it should pay that day whether you work or not. So if you work, you get an extra day for that holiday. The trucks should either have an APU, an EPU, or an unlimited amount of idle time. Okay, where you don't get penalized for idling if they're not going to give you a way to stay comfortable. Not this, oh, my truck only idles at 80 degrees, Utah-based company. Under 80 degrees, the truck won't idle. That kind of st That's stupid. Okay, drivers need to stay comfortable. It isn't up to the company to decide when you're comfortable. Okay, it isn't. It just depends. Each person's different. What uh, temperature? I have the air in 72 at night at home. Okay, that's where I like to sleep. 72 degrees. Keeps it nice and cool. Got fans running and stuff. Uh, but some people like it warmer, cooler. That's up to the driver. That's part of having a company. So APU, EPU, unlimited idle. If it's not one of those things, forget it. Any idle policy's done. No Greyhound. You cannot use the Greyhound. Okay, drivers do not get on a Greyhound. If a company says, we're going to Greyhound you here, hang up on them, okay, after you yell at them. No Greyhound. Plane, Amtrak, rental car. That's it, okay. 
no Greyhound, no room sharing ever, orientation or ever. If you come in, you have to share a room, oh, you'll have a roommate, done, okay, and ask them that stuff up front. Professionals do not share rooms. And if you, they take uh, uh, students, no team training, okay, no team training for students. If they have an experienced driver that comes in and you're going to say, go out with the driver for a week, he'll show you whatever, that might be a one, one thing, I'm up in the air about it. You know, as long as you're getting a, a regular pay because the team training never pays you. If you're getting your regular pay and they team train you and you're okay with it as an experienced driver, but students, you don't learn while you're while the trainer's sleeping. <laughs> you know, uh, you don't learn. And the one I'm up in the air the most about, which I want some input about before I do this, is pay. Um, I'm almost saying no on mileage pay. And I'll tell you why. Because no matter what, unless somebody's getting hub miles, you're getting host on the miles. Maybe not that many, but you're not getting paid for all of what you're doing. And then it's very difficult to get paid for all of your time. Because always then they'll have this two hours of no pay, one hour, four hours, however much it is. Each place is different. Sometimes no detention. Breakdown should pay. I'd rather people were paid by the hour. I really would. People were paid by the hour or a salary. So you get a flat salary every week, say, you know, $1,800, $1,600, whatever it is. Then way you're paid for your time. So you get a stop, you got to sit there, you're getting your $1,600. You get stuck somewhere, you got, you're sitting and get $1,600 or whatever your salary is. I don't like mileage plus stops, plus waiting, plus breakdown, plus detention, plus, you know, uh, extra stop, plus uh, $15 for hand, plus $8 to do that. I don't like any of that stuff. I just don't like it. Plus, okay, you got to go see you want to wash the truck. Okay, why doesn't that pay anything? You, why you're washing their truck? It isn't your truck. You're taking their truck in so their truck looks better on the road. Okay, that ought to pay. So, for pay, you know, I just I hate the mileage pay. I just hate it because there's so much time that's unpaid. So, I'd really like to see their salary or hourly. What do you think about that? What do you think? And let me know what you think about these things that um that I've sort of come up with there. All right, so now I want to get to some automotive news. There's only a couple things here going on. Tesla, okay, they're in the news. They're going to be investigated for their autopilot. I think they named it wrong. It crashes into things, especially things that are stopped. They've had a number of them just recently and a lot of these construction vehicles and stuff. It can't see things that are stopped well. It can't determine that soon enough. And the reason it's crashing to stop things is because they named it autopilot. And so people are what? Playing games, uh, reading books, if they saw books, whatever they're doing, they're not paying attention. Folks, the tr car does not drive itself. Tesla even says it does not drive itself. The government says it doesn't drive itself. P pay attention. Do not let the vehicle drive itself. Okay. It can't do it. Don't let it do it. Pay attention because people are dying in these accidents. I think it should be banned until it can drive itself. These All these automated things uh, should be banned until the vehicle can drive itself. They're being investigated for it, and I hope that it comes out properly. And there's a recall on Ram trucks. Do you have a Ram truck? Ram tough. 2015 to 2020, 2,500 and 3,500, all of them. And some 2015 to 2020 classic 1500s. Okay. And what can happen is the side airbags, if your vehicle has side airbags, they can go off even if you're not in an accident. Like, you can just be driving down the road and 
kablamo the side airbag pops okay one side or both sides so uh it doesn't have to be in it can just happen also if the vehicle sitting it turns out it could just happen because moisture apparently intrudes into the sensor in the bag it rusts it or something and as soon as the connection is either made or not made the bag pops explodes so it can just happen at random times you'll be notified and they're going to come and replace your side airbags in your pickup truck because look uh, that'd be pretty scary i bet if you're driving and your side airbag went off they're pretty big if you've ever seen an accident where the side airbags have gone off in a vehicle it's a lot and i think it'd be uh quite surprising uh, to say the least it could cause an accident although they said it hasn't caused any accidents yet and i want to also give you a reason that we're not on mars now here's a product uh that i saw and i thought you know what and people buy this and this is the real <laughs> real problem this is a sapporo diet water okay it says it on the container diet water and people pay like 250 a bottle for diet water i don't understand buying water in a bottle anyway um necessarily not at your house anyways on the road yeah because there's something to be said for drinking one kind of water the water i take water to work with me two uh power aid bottles of water to work one frozen one not frozen so then as the day goes out the frozen one melts and i get cold water pretty clever i'm pretty clever right gracies all right whatever i'm pretty clever anyways but it's just tap water i just fill it up from the sink okay so it isn't any kind of special water I think if you you cruise the country, you should probably buy bottled water. Anyhow, this water, diet water, water is diet water. It turns out water has uh, calorie-free and uh, everything else free. So, <laughs> water. The more water you drink, the better it is for your diet. Uh, better for your skin, apparently. Better for everything. <laughs> it's water, water everywhere. Diet water. And they charge extra for it and fool people and it says oh you know if you drink this water uh, you lose weight and then they have like testimonials i saw that i drank water and lost weight yeah because you're full of water okay among other things that you're full of diet water all right people that drink and will pay for diet water not on their way to mars with me well i want to thank everybody for being here today on another thrill-packed and exciting episode of trucking answers gracie unfortunately slept through the whole thing but she thanks everybody for being here as well and as long as as well as my two united kingdom viewers all right and i'll try and do another one here on friday so far we've been doing good tuesday friday let me know what you think about the um the seal of excellence uh you know i'm still working on that kind of thing and what else a company should have i don't want to have like a hundred things on there but certain things a company needs to do to be the very best in the industry so that other drivers can know look this okay it's got mark's seal of approval of trucking answers on it it's really good it's way head and shoulder above everybody else okay so thanks for watching be safe out there get ready for brake safety week coming up next week and uh we'll see you on the next podcast